Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, the New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far. I certainly have, as the Jets finally pull a W out in September as they beat the Cleveland Browns by a score of 31 to 30. A magnificent finish, of course, a miracle finish, I should say. Um, we'll go over some of that game as well as preview some of the Cincinnati game. Um, first things first, though, let's go over some of the Cleveland game, as I said. We're going to go over um, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and that magical fourth quarter. So, um, you know, without further ado here, I think we should just get right into it. So, of course, the Jets come into this game as underdogs like they usually are, um, and, you know, they... They, they have some success throughout the game, I would say. You know, they keep it close. Um, I believe the score in the halftime was uh, tied up, I believe. It was 14-14 to 14. Um, with that with that great Joe Flacco pass to Brees Hall for, for his first NFL touchdown there um, to end the first half. Garrett Wilson, of course, had a fantastic game. We'll talk more about him. Uh, a lot to get to if you have not uh, seen here already. But um, I think... I think the Jets, of course, they needed this win in September, their first since 2018. Um, and I think the way they won um, this miracle finish where, you know, they started off with that 66-yard touchdown to Corey Davis um, at the end of the fourth quarter um, with a minute 22 uh, left on the clock there. They get the onside kick, of course, um, to go ahead and give the Jets another drive there. The onside, ticket, the onside kick itself in today's NFL is almost impossible to get. So the Jets just getting that is already a miracle on its own. But um, then dropping all the way down the field again, throwing that touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson for a second touchdown of the day. Um, and then winning the game by a score of 31-30. to 30. Shout out to Cade York for missing that extra point <laughs> before uh, when Nick Chubb ran that touchdown in, which, uh, you know, he wasn't supposed to. Uh, kneeling down at the one would have, you know, secured that Browns win. But um, he got a little greedy, scored that other touchdown, and, um, the Jets took advantage of it. I don't think Nick Chubb was thinking that the Jets could come back in less than two minutes, but it is what it is. Um, they did it, so um, that's that. Uh, final score, of course, 31-30. to Jets improved to 1-1 one one on to Cincinnati, but before that, um, you know, Garrett Wilson. Let's talk a little bit about him, right? He had 102 yards on eight catches for two TDs. Uh, rookie of the Week candidate here, um, as Jets Twitter always likes to uh, – ride that wave and always gets their guys to the top. So hopefully Garrett Wilson wins this week. Uh, Braden Mann, it was announced today on Wednesday that he um, will take home AFC Special Teams Player of the Week with that onside kick attempt, um, which was successful. The 17-yard pass, the fake punt to Jeff Smith, which was, of course, successful and a great call by Robert Sullen and Brent Boyer there. Uh, Brent Boyer, by the way, always has his guys ready to play, has survived three regimes up to this point in New York. I mean, the guy can do basically everything and he, he's been a great special teams coach. Um, so shout out to Boyer. He's survived, you know, the Bulls era, the Gase era. And um, he is currently um, the special teams coach for Robert Sala's uh, Jets here. So it's been great uh, for Boyer and um, he's just riding that wave in New York and it's working out really well for him. So uh, shout out to Brant. Um, but, you know, other than that, a lot of cool plays from this game. Joe Flacco heading out uh, here with, you know, 300-plus passing yards, four TDs, no interceptions, um, 110 passer rating. A great game for Joe, who is, I believe, third in the league in um, passing yards, which is bonkers through two weeks here. Uh, it's only two weeks, so of course, small sample size, but I don't remember the, when the Jets have had even a quarterback on that list at any point in the season, so that's always great to see. Um, as I said, they're one and one So heading into the Cincinnati game, it's very important to keep that consistency, keep – um, you know, riding the momentum into this week at home where MetLife should be an absolute zoo. Um, I'll be there, uh, 
it should be very, very fun, and um, hopefully we're all loud and energetic as we probably will be. Uh, as I know Jets fans pretty well, I hope they'll be, you know, either seats the entire game screaming, yelling. Um, hopefully Jets can give them something good to watch, and uh, we come out of there with a W. But before we get to that, of course, go over some more of this Cleveland game, and specifically Garrett Wilson, who really came on this game. Uh, you don't expect a rookie wide receiver, uh, the 10th overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, um, to come on as quick as he did, 102 receiving yards, as I said, in eight catches, 14 targets. Um, Wilson looked like Joe's favorite target on the field on Sunday, and that says a lot for 37-year-old Joe Flacco. Um, of course, there's Elijah Moore out there, uh, Tyler Conklin, um, a variety of targets for Flacco to target, and you know he looked Garrett Wilson's way more times than not. And I think that says a lot about the trust he has in the rookie and the way the rookie um, in Wilson, you know, is running his routes, getting open. Uh, he seemed to be open 24-7, same with Moore uh, over the, this past Sunday. Um, of course, working on Denzel Ward and um, I believe Gertie Williams and those guys. Um, but wasn't much competition for Wilson as he caught, you know, the majority of his, his targets there. And um, I think really impressed Jets fans and NFL fans all around. Um, you know, analysts are even saying, you know, is this guy, you know, I believe DJ Reed said, you know, he has some of that Justin Jefferson in him. Tyler Conklin also made a comparison to JJ. But, um, you know, I would obviously, you know, hold the brakes for a little bit here. If we see, you know, Wilson in a few more games here, uh, develop that consistency, keep putting up those big games then. I think we talked about some of those comparisons, but as of right now, let's see him play against the Bengals. Hopefully he does um, replicate or improve his performance there. He even said, you know, there are things he could have done better or that he has to fix up. He's a rookie, of course. He played fantastic. Um, so I'm not going to get on him for the small mistakes there, but, um, you know, hopefully we see, and improve Garrett Wilson heading into this week. Uh, you know, that won't say much because if he's improved, he'll be putting up 150 yards and three touchdowns. So um, that would be great. But, um, you know, against the Bengals, you do have to be prepared. And I think you have to be ready for uh, anything and everything because they're still the reigning in AFC uh, champs. So, um, you know, be on your toes and, and get ready for a brutal battle there in MetLife. Um should be interesting, should be fun with Joe Burrow coming to town in that offensive line, which is struggling. The Jets defensive line has to be on their toes and be ready to attack the quarterback in Joe Burrow. Um, the Jets defensive line, of course, being, um, you know, a little weaker, uh, I think, than many expected. I think heading into the season, you know, through two weeks, I think week one, they performed pretty well against Lamar Jackson, playing a more laid off attempt. Um, to tackle Lamar Jackson and just try to, you know, not let him rush for a thousand yards uh, in in one game. And I think against Jacoby Brissett, um, I think they took a similar strategy in just defending those running backs and trying to get Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on the ground as much as possible. So they didn't really rush um, Jacoby Brissett that much. I think they're more worried, worried about the run. So I think week three um, against Burrow and this weekend offensive line, you know, with Lowell Collins not really getting into his own as of yet. And, um, they have some other guys on there, Jonah Williams. I'm not too sure if he's struggling or not. I have to look more into those guys. But um, the Jets should be able to attack this Bengals offensive line pretty consistently over the next, uh, you know, four quarters uh, of the football game. I think, um, you know, Carl Lawson here, a revenge game. I think Robert Soth touched on it today that Carl's just getting going. You know, that Achilles injury is coming back from it. Um, he was a bit slow going these first two games, but I think he's going to get into his own and, you know, start to turn on that next gear as Robert Sella um, – I think said so that 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 should be awesome if he can get that going against Cincinnati. If not, you guys have you have guys like Quentin Williams, John Franklin Myers, um, Bryce Huff. If he's active. Um, Jacob Martin. 
Um, guys who can just rush at the quarterback, uh, Jermaine Johnson as well. So um, the Jets have guys out there. The Jets have dudes. Um, we just have to see if they can, um, you know, take advantage of the opportunities that they'll have this Sunday and uh, get Burrow on the ground because I believe he was sacked five times um, against Dallas. I believe he was sacked 13 times in, uh, through two games. Not too sure of the exact sack totals in these uh, weeks one into week two. Um but yeah, that's that. I think the Jets have to be on their toes, especially on that defensive line. And, you know, take Joe Mixon down, who's only averaging three yards a carry. Uh, you don't have to worry about the run this much as much this week with that struggling offensive line. So get to Burrow, defend the pass. Uh, don't let guys like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd beat you over the top. Keep everything, keep everything inside, especially for a guy like Sauce, who I think struggled a little bit against the Browns. I believe he gave up four catches for 47 yards um, on five targets. Obviously not the worst line in the world. Uh, he'll get better. He had a great game against the Ravens, so he should bounce back against um, the Bengals. Should be a really cool matchup against Jamar Chase and uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, those guys. So hopefully he takes advantage of those, those opportunities there and just gets better as the day goes on. Um, DJ Reed, who's allowing a league low 0.0, .0 passer rating, um, should also be able to eat a bit. Um, lining up against Jamar Chase, hopefully he locks him down a bit. I believe, you know, Chase is going to have his yardage. T. Higgins is going to have his yardage. Even Tyler Boyd will probably get some uh, yards there. But these guys can just keep them in check uh, throughout the game and just keep them under wraps where they don't, you know, where Burrow doesn't pass for 350 yards and four touchdowns. I think the Jets will be okay uh, on defense. On the offensive side of the football, Joe Flacco has to continue being Joe Flacco and just, you know, be consistent, limit the turnovers, uh, get the running game a little more involved, I would say. Um, with Michael Carter and Brees Hall, I believe they're averaging four um, four yards to carry and five yards to carry respectively. So, um, if you can get, you know, a guy like Brees Hall in space, um, he almost broke one last week against the Browns. It was like a 20 yard run that could have turned into a touchdown. If he just hit the corner, I think a little harder on um, the blocks weren't on the outside. I don't think so. That was one of the reasons why he shifted more towards the sideline. If you watch that playback, um, and Michael Carter, who's been, you know, an elusive beast for the Jets over the past two weeks. So if these guys can get more involved in the running game, even the passing game, I think that will pay dividends for the Jets. And Tyler Conklin, limit the fumbles. <laughs> He's had a bit of a fumbling problem over these past two weeks, but he said he'll get that fixed. Um, so hopefully we see him, I think, come back to life, the guy we saw in training camp. So um, hopefully we get some more cock in the coming weeks as well. So. Um, with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here. Don't want to be too long as, you know, um, it's a little late at night here, so just want to get it out. But, um, I think, you know, we covered the Browns win. I think, uh, you know, the Jets, the phenomenal win in Cleveland, of course, I think they should ride this momentum into Cleveland at home at MetLife stadium. Um, and try to go to two and one baby. I think, you know, being a one and one right now, I'm facing the only two Bengals, even though they're the defending AFC champs. I think that should it should give this Jets team a little bit, a little bit of that swag, you know, a little bit of that confidence heading into Week Three. Because I think the Jets, you know, if they were zero two right now, losing to the Browns in the way, you know, thirty one seventeen or something like that, thirty to seventeen, I should say, they would be a little down in the dumps. I think coming to MetLife, and you know, the stadium wouldn't be as packed, and it wouldn't be as energetic, and you know, I think the Jets may have come out flat. Hopefully that doesn't happen, and the stadium will be rocking. The Jets come out with, you know, a touchdown or points on their opening drive and, you know, hold the Bengals on their opening drive. I think that would be fantastic. Um, if the defense, the defense needs to look much improved, I think the linebackers have to be better tackling. Safeties as well, uh, Jordan Whitehead and LaMarcus Joyner. Um, as well as the defensive line, just put pressure on Burrow and make sure he doesn't escape the pocket too often. And, you know, just keep him within his limits, and I think you have a good chance in this game. So, don't want to say anything too definitive there, but um, I think the Jets, you know, um, 
with the offense that they're playing right now and the defense, if it improves this week, I think, you know, they'll be in it for all four quarters. And I think that's all we're asking at this point with Zach Wilson still sidelined, just, you know, be competitive, be in the game. Um, and you should be all right. So with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here. If you've enjoyed, make sure you follow me on Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, and make sure you read, um, you know, everything I post on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I try to interact with you guys as much as possible. And, uh, it's working because I love your guys' DMs and all the funny comments, and it just means a lot to me. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to go ahead and end it here. So make sure uh, you go ahead and follow me on all those socials, and I will see you next week for another one of these. Hopefully, AW um, is coming for a second consecutive week, but we'll see. See ya.